Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Last time you were on, I asked you a question. Do you believe you will be the biggest automotive YouTuber in the world? I think so, yeah. Since I was last here in the van... You've nearly doubled your subscribers and a total of over 120 million views, which equates to eight views a second just on YouTube. How is your brain processing that information as I'm saying it? <laughs> I didn't even know that. What does that make you feel? The amount of people which do watch the channel and do love it and do generally like me, I'm so thankful. There's thousands and thousands of people that want to speak to you and feel like they know you. It but I just don't know how to deal with I'm not massively a people person. And normally I look all smiley and happy all the time, but like sometimes I'm like, oh my God. That's something that I don't expect. Would you still stick with YouTube? Honestly, it... I have just finished recording my second ever episode with Matt Armstrong. In the first episode we recorded six months ago, we found out who Matt is and how he got to where he got to. But in this episode, I feel like we've got to know each other a bit better and I got down into the nitty gritty of the stuff that you might not know about Matt Armstrong, stuff that he's never spoke about on camera. So sit back and I really hope that you can enjoy this episode. In the period that it's taken me to do that introduction especially at this time of night, that's probably been thousands of views <laughs> yeah. just in the period that I've been saying that. Into But like I did a, a live podcast the other week where there was only a hundred people in front of me talking to. But it's weird. That made me feel suddenly, and I didn't expect to be, but I suddenly felt quite weird for 10 minutes and <laughs> yeah. was getting used to the emotions. What, what does that make you feel? I think I don't think about it like that, that it's weird because that's what we we kind of like we, the aim is to be like right more we want more and more people to watch we want more and more people to enjoy the content because we generally think the content is good like we think we're putting out good content we just need more people to enjoy it and watch it but when you actually think about how many people in perspective are actually watching it that it just it, it does make you feel weird because if you think about like a football game like 
when Wembley Stadium's full, like it's not millions of people, is it? Still, it's like hundreds 80, of thousands. Is it eighty thousand? Is that eighty thousand? So Twickenham's eighty. Oh my two thousand, I want to say, and. We all see the the shots, say, of um, the new Camp, Barcelona. We've all seen that when yeah, the Champions yeah, League yeah. comes on. I think that's one of the biggest stadiums. But your unit is a damn sight smaller <laughs> than any of those stadiums. And when we were in there a that's minute nuts. ago, when you're cutting away cars and your dad's giggling, <laughs> I'm just stood there right in the middle, just looking up and around just at the walls and the lights and the smell and the mess and the carnage <laughs> and thinking, but just imagine if we could take away the walls of this unit and put the people around. Oh my what God. What the scale of that would look like. Just the people that watch in the first 24 hours. It's, it's unreal. Yeah, in 24 hours, I think we do like 1.1, 1.2 million people in 24 hours, which is insane. I think we looked at Top Gear um, numbers, like overnight views on Top Gear, and they were doing like 1 million, 1.1, and we're like matching it now, which is unreal because you think how many people used to sit down to watch Top Gear on like a Sunday night and now we're matching it and there's only like a small team and there's no filter or anything, no like um, review of a footage before it goes live. Like we film it, we put it out, whatever's there is there. Like if we make a mistake, which we which I have done because I've been editing way late at night, it's, it's mental. But I think that's what people enjoy. It's like more real than like an episode of Top Gear, which was filmed like a year ago, then being like published on the BBC. I think that's the way it's going. I think what's been fantastic, and definitely since the last episode, you've been uh, kind, brave and stupid enough uh, to let me get involved with a couple of videos racing you around a certain track up in Teesside. But in also doing that, I visited the premises, the unit. We've been here for an hour or so before we come here. Um, we're lucky enough to know each other from when you were right back at the beginning of your channel. And we was actually just saying when we were in there a minute ago, I had this flashback to a video where you were talking about so proudly the fact that you had managed to afford half the unit that we were just stood in. Yeah, yeah. I stood in there a minute ago and just clicked and I was like, whoa, that time <laughs> has really moved on. What I would like to get into today around all that, since I've been lucky enough to be immersed in some of it and seen bits, is just what goes into running this channel. Because the viewer can only see what you give to them. Yeah. Now, when you talk to the other Matt, other members of your team, it's very apparent to me that what you put out is very real. It's not acted. It's not this. It's how you are when I turn up or when the guy delivering the food out the front turns up, <laughs> what he sees. It yeah. is very real. But they don't see the time spent out of the 20 minutes and six second individual clips no, that no. you put into going in there. So today I want to get into what actually it takes to run your channel. So how many people are currently involved on like a day-to-day -day basis at making this thing tech? Okay, so mainly, okay, so me, my dad is now full-time, Matt, my cameraman, who people would have seen, okay, he's becoming more of a cameraman and person behind the camera as well, like a character as well, is, is in some of the videos, which again, I think that breaks that barrier of TV and YouTube because the cameraman is talking and then sometimes on the camera, so that's four people hannah is in and around on the camera but mainly doing all the merchandise stuff the finance stuff she'll come downstairs and be like i've got 95 missing receipts of this that and the other when we go miller and carter after the track day or something like that <laughs> so then there'll be hannah as well and that that's five people and then we have like odd part-time staff coming now and again we've just took one more person on to take control of doing all of the shorts tiktok instagram stuff 
and the multi-language stuff as well. And he'll be taking control of the gaming channel as well. So we've got an extra. So yeah, about six people, give or take, is full time. And across how many channels? Oh my God. Uh, main channel, second channel, Spanish channel, German channel, uh, shorts channel, five. Uh, and then f- there's obviously Facebook, Instagram. So I think five channels. Five channels. And you obviously need some pretty good partners and bits of technology to also make the thing tick and work as well yeah what is something that you use that you couldn't live without car vertical checking car vertical checking a car which would tell me millions and millions of things i need to know before i actually make that purchase on the car so like well you'd know yourself i'm sure you've car vertical checked a car yourself we checked out the van before we did this whole conversion on it because it's not just cars you can also do vans and how did that come back it was fine which is why we decided (laughs) to cut it up drop it up and crack on with it well the good thing about mine is they're normally not fine (laughs) but people have always asked me like why would I check out a car um that I know is damaged uh before well it, it can affect the value massively I think people have already asked about oh the BMW doesn't show up as damaged on a car vertical check that's because it's not a registered damage whereas car vertical would show only registered damaged cars like for example my Audi RS6 which I can know I know there's been no mileage fraud on it so I don't need to look into that side of things I know there's no outstanding finance which is a massive thing as well I don't want to rebuild a car which someone's still paying for and then all of a sudden they decide not to stop it to stop paying and then the car gets taken off my driveway because it's still there's still outstanding finance on it. And then the best thing, what we find, is finding the actual history of the car. We can find, like, when you go down, go down onto the timeline part of it and you can see the registration plate changes and things like that, what a lot of people might not know or might know if you take those private regs or if you take the actual registration plates that they were before and put them into Google and have a little search. Sometimes you can find photos of where they've been, what they've been doing, who the previous owner was, and it helps us create a story about the car by doing that. And one of the cars coming up, people will be very interested about (laughs) when we find the history on that as well. So if you want to check out a car using Car Vertical, use the discount code on the screen now to receive 20% off your check. So you mentioned a minute ago that what you love about the way that we filmed the video for say when we went to the track the other day you've got matt turning the camera around becoming involved in the video which is making it a youtube video not something that's on tv yeah do you think then that the videos that you're currently filming get more views as they are now than if you were to invest say money in having five cameramen around that track that we recorded at the other day with professional cameras on swinging tripods as you slide past in the 720s do you believe that just by having one couple of thousand quid screen turned around in a hand without any gimbal and all the rest of it (laughs) is better for the channel for growth and all the rest of it yeah i I think like it would look better if we hired a camera team and it would look better but look Looking better and looking professional doesn't equate to more people enjoying it. I think on YouTube, I think people feel that when they're watching my videos, they feel like they're part of the the team, the part of the squad. They're there on track with us, stood by the side of us on track. And I think the, the camera's mainly held at eye level. So it's like, you're not, you're just with us. You're seeing what Matt sees and then Matt spin it around. He's talking to the people that are viewing it, but it's, it, it's trying to make you feel like, right, you're in the garage with us building this car. Whereas if it's just a camera, it's, it, it becomes a, like a filter between me and the viewers. I, I like to make it feel like, yeah, I'm on the floor working on this car and 
the people watching it are there with me working on it. And I think that's where the connection like comes from what I love is just seeing like the car slide past when you're there filming and Matt's just like getting his top and rubbing, <laughs> yeah, rubbing the lens on the camera and I'm just like that little bit of glass there that you're rubbing two million people have to look through that <laughs> yeah. in 24 hours it's just like that sense of comprehension of what's actually going on is sometimes lost when there's just less of us filming something in a certain space but those numbers that I rolled off on the start when you start hitting those sorts of numbers opportunity starts knocking yeah and what you do on a day-to-day basis is get your head down work hard cut up and build cars and create content film and edit it you're producing a piece of content youtube is purely the avenue that you choose to display that content to the user yeah which is monetized and can then provide a fee backwards surely there's a point where Netflix come knocking, Amazon come knocking. And if they did and said, we'll fund all of this, but pay you what you're earning now, plus some, do you think that's the right way to go? Or would you still stick with YouTube? Honestly, if Netflix is watching, then then I'm no offense, but <laughs> but no, like I don't think I, I, I think the YouTube part of it is part that I enjoy is trying to work it out. Okay, this is, this works better. If I do this thumbnail and title, this works better. How can I um, keep people watching for this amount of time? Whereas I feel like on Netflix or yet like Amazon, we create something, we put it out, whether people like it or not, it's there to decide. I don't figure any of that part out. I have no control of the editing or anything like that on the um, Amazon or Netflix and they can create the story how they want. Whereas I feel like I'm massively in control on YouTube. I can my goal is to make the viewer feel how I felt at that time of filming. And I think if I can do that, it's a good video. So when the RS6 completely blown up, I I need to make the viewer feel how I felt at that time. Whereas something like Netflix or Amazon, if they were watching that, they're looking at the footage here, they're looking at it and they don't know how I was exactly feeling at that time. I might not look it. Normally I look all smiley and happy all the time, but like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that's happened. And then you you need the viewer to feel that exact same way. So somebody else telling the story, I don't feel it would be as good as how I would tell it myself because I'm experiencing it. Would you sooner have one of your other team choose the car builds without your knowledge than take control of the editing? Yeah, 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 I think so. And do you think that people actually realise that might be listening to this, that you are the person that edits all the videos on the main channel? <laughs> yeah, maybe they don't, yeah. No, I, they, they probably don't. And a lot of people will get angry at that. Say They'll say, you need to get an editor because we need more content. But uh, editing is part of it. I think it's part of being a creator rather than... Ju- I, otherwise, I'd just be a presenter or I'd just be a mechanic. I, I enjoy going into the unit. I can see the storyline in my head of like, okay, we're going to have the car at this point at the start of the video and at the end, we're going to have it, it at this point at the end of the video. And now I'm creating a story in my head and can see how I'm going to edit it and I can do it that way rather than I just go into the unit, do whatever and let an editor deal with it. I feel like you just lose that personal touch if I didn't edit the videos second channel that is like a whole different kettle of fish Matt just goes wild with that and we just try different things on that which is which is cool and some people like it some people don't like it but it's good to have like an experimental channel as such 100% because the thing is when you've got something that's doing so well and 
numbers are the thing that we pitch everything against. Yeah. And we spoke before, it's irritating how a lot of sponsors, brands, people, the first thing they look on when they come into a channel is the subscriber number. Yeah, yeah. Yet the thing that actually matters the most to you and the team isn't that at all, it's the views, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the what views that video is doing in 24 hours. Do you think that if you gave away the editing then, that would really harm that whole process. I just, so we've, I've tried before giving away the editing, but it ends up taking me more time to sit down with say Matt, who's edited it and adjust the whole editing to how I want it. Like he could eventually maybe get it to a point and then we go through it. But I just, I, as well as I enjoy it as well as a part of like, I enjoy editing. I enjoy getting better at editing as well. People can see the progression of the editing. And then also I'll do five days at the unit and then I'll do two days at home editing. And it gives that break as well of being out of the unit. So what you've just said there is I think people associate when someone's doing well and they look at the channel and they think Matt's doing well, that is the reaction people would have. That doing well can come with money and money can come with having time off and time off gives oh, yeah, you time yeah. to have fun. Every single time I see you, you are working. Oh, yeah. When we pulled up in the car park of a hotel the other way, you were sat, headphones on, in the room <laughs> at the car park, staring at the screen, ready to get a video live that night. Can you just take me through? Like today, it's, it's Friday evening, and we're sat in the van at 10 past seven after you've been cutting up a BMW <laughs> and the unit is like gassed out right now. Take me through your day. I think Show, I, do you know I'd tell be, the guys I'd be interested like. to find out what other people think I do in the day like whether they think oh on Monday I'm just chilling at home or doing this but I, I'd be interested to think but at lit generally every day is packed full of something so like I know I don't get up the earliest but I feel like because I've got to be on camera I've got to be energetic anyway so I'll get up maybe half nine and then I'll get half nine yeah. <laughs> well not, hang on a second wait, I'll take it all back let's, let's go but then you need to see the finish time Tom, <laughs> don't look on Tom Hartley's Instagram I tell you he'd have some stuff to say uh, so half nine is get up um, actually I've been going to the gym recently as well so I'll be going to the gym before the unit one day on one day off just you know, actually, we might be able to see if uh, if I look healthier since last time. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> In all that baggy stuff, it yeah. might be kind of hard. <laughs> so then, uh, so yeah, I'll go to the gym. I'll go to the unit, and then we'll be at the unit, cracking on with whatever car we're on at that point. So we always have like a deadline day, which will be the following week, or when we've got to get a video out because the videos are pretty much real time. Like we film and then we edit, and it's out the following week. Uh, so we'll be at the unit. Full day working at the unit and then depending on how long the car takes, maybe finish earliest half nine, ten, latest half two, three o'clock in the morning. And the way we could tell is where the moon is positioned when you come out the door, unit door, we'll be like, oh, it is a late one because the moon's all the way over on that <laughs> side. We always say it, we're like, oh, it's it's pretty far tonight because it, when you're in the unit, you can't tell what the time is at all. It's like a time capsule. There's no light or anything. You're just in there working. But because I enjoy it, it's it's like unstoppable really. And, and if, if I didn't work that hard, somebody else did. And I think that's why we're in the position we're at at the minute is because we were on it 24 seven, but we're all enjoying it. And if, if somebody, if we didn't enjoy it or we had like a few days off a week, there'd be somebody else working harder than us to 
be, to overtake us. I think that's the way. I think with um with you, I really struggle twice now this being the second podcast to just find that moment that we look for when editing our videos in a podcast which is like what's that moment where can i get him where's the bit that's like <laughs> that scares him or frightens him or does something and it genuinely all just runs like such a well-oiled machine that the more i dig the more i look the more i try and find out i really struggle <laughs> but would you say that that is potentially a moment do you sit down and do you worry that an other creator is outworking you I don't, do you know what? I don't see it as well that it's like a competition, but I would enjoy it if someone was, example, say Whistling Diesel, he's doing more views than his per video. And we always look at that. We're like, this guy's clever. Like it comes across on camera that he's doing all this stupid stuff, but he he's a clever guy. Like it, we know he's clever. He knows the way how to work it. He doesn't post as regular, but his ideas are amazing. They're brilliant, but... We always, we enjoy looking at people that are doing better than us and we can take ideas from them and work out, okay, what's working for them? What's not working for us? I, I enjoy that. And I kind of wish there were, there was more things we could take from other people. But yeah, I, I wouldn't see it as like, I wouldn't, I don't get down if somebody's doing better than me. I think we kind of, I, I use it as kind of motivation almost. It's, it's hard to but what would you classify as doing better than you? Because as you just mentioned, if you're not post, just because you get more views on one video that's gone out and you fixate and focus on that, you just reeled off five different channels Yeah, that combined probably do a lot more than that, I would guess, one video that you're fixating on. So so what in your head is doing better than where you currently are? I, for me, I don't know. <laughs> it's a really difficult one. I, I, I would say... Like I, I just want, I feel like we could, as I said in the last video, 5 million views per video is possible. It sounds crazy, but it, it, it is possible. And someone like Whistling Diesel is pretty, is doing that. And I can't see why we couldn't do that. And that's like the goal we want to reach definitely by the end of this year. So if we come on again and I'm doing it, I'll be absolutely buzzing. But I think 5 million is definitely possible. But I, yeah, I think it is just... I feel like fulfilled in the fact that like we can rebuild most cars now and I like now I'm more picking the cars that I want to repair and the type of repairs I want to do. Like I enjoy that side of things and we can kind of push it in either direction when we're enjoying ourselves, the content's doing well. But I still feel like we've hit a barrier and we need to break through it. I, I feel it's the views. I think more people should enjoy it. I, like, I love the, that this many people enjoy it at the minute, but I think so many more people could. See, when we uh, sat down last time, it was coming off just off the back of you'd been out and filmed the Purple GT3 video yeah. with Freddie in the States. And I've been inspired, which is why we bought a second van yeah. in the US, hopefully doing it at Freddie's unit, converting it into a second studio that matches this setting. Yeah. Because a bit like what you just said, you feel like you're hitting a wall at like where's the next bit. Yeah. And it's funny because you hear all these cliche comments about movie stars and people in the acting world, but it's just like, I'm going to go to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to go to America and I'm going to become a star. <laughs> but realistically, is that what you've got to do when you've hit where you currently I are? I think, yeah, we, we're tapping into the like American audience and I do think 
it's helped us a lot going over there. And again, all the multilingual channels as well, doing the channel in Spanish is going to help with the audience over in Spain and Mexico and everything like that. Like it's generally like, it's like a world domination thing really. But I don't know why, I don't know why I want that. Do you know what I mean? Now I've actually thought about it, I don't know why, but... Well, I know from getting to know you that you are rather competitive, <laughs> as am I, because one quick track battle a couple of months ago has yeah. turned into right every car that I build we're going to Teesside and pitch to against a purple manto um, round the track so I just don't think you can be surprised at the fact that a lot of people that sit opposite in the van n- naturally have got to where they are because you notice the same competitive flair in them time and time again the only one that I don't know if I saw it as much in was Freddie I think Freddie has this aura of calmness about him and relaxation uh, yeah 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 freddie's that's what i see on camera but you've obviously collaborated ready you talk about looking at channels like whistling diesel where's the line between looking at a creator as a collaboration friend and channel and a competitor where's that line because you could also be excused for saying if it's me analyzing this from the outside would matt armstrong think okay we're putting out longer videos now. They're 20 minutes long or 30 yeah. minutes long. So's Freddie. So's Chris. So's this person. So's these people that are rebuilding the crash damage. Yeah. I want that view more than I want them to have that view. Where's the line in YouTube between collaboration and competitor? I don't, I don't think there's any competitiveness. Like, do you know, just because one person watches my video doesn't mean they're not going to watch Freddie's video. I don't, like a lot of people, I think there is some creators out there that think it is a competition that just because someone doesn't watch one video, they're not going to watch the other. But I think people will compare it to, but they'd only compare it to if you make it similar to that person. It, like, I don't think Freddie's videos are, it's the same sort of topic, but I don't think Freddie's videos are similar to to our videos. But people will, I don't know, will people can compare them to each other? Maybe they would, I don't know. But I think, it, yeah, I don't see it as competitiveness. I, I don't think if Freddie watch, if someone's watching Freddie's video, they're not going to watch ours. I think we could learn off each other. Like, uh, yeah, I struggle to see the competitiveness. Well, the last time we sat here, one thing, talking about also being inside your unit and those walls enclose on you and the team that it takes to run the channel, something that surprised me was just how easy you kind of said that working with the family and friends had gone. We're now six months on. Is that still the case? Oh, yeah. Guys? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it baffles it's... me. There's going to be loads of people listening and watching. It's just going to be like, I went into business with me, mate. We butted heads. That was the end. So me and my missus cannot work together like she has got to be away. Oh, For yeah. For you, it just ticks. How? So many people say that. I honestly don't know. I, I, I don't... I, th- I don't know. I honestly, I think it's because we we all enjoy it. You know, like there's not, a lot of people ask that, like don't you get in arguments with like your dad or your missus and stuff. It's like, I, it's hard to get in arguments. Do you know when you're really enjoying what, you, what you're doing? And do you know if I was trying to work something and the main motivation was money, there could be arguments. This is right, this is wrong. But genuinely what we're doing, it's like we're just going, do you know you're going down the pub with your mates and you're having a laugh? It's like, you don't really get in an argument when you're having a laugh. It's it's really difficult to... I, I think maybe my personality helps as well that I can see more... 
I know what people are like. If they if they're feeling like a bit down or they're getting angry at something, then I, I won't like trigger the argument. But I, I don't I don't know. We don't really have like anything like that. Have you ever in the five years you've been doing this now? I think it's five six years something like yeah. that. Yeah. Have you ever thrown a tool across the workshop? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> because I think it's a marker of patience genuinely I, I grew up with my mates taking the mick out of me because I like fishing and I yeah. can happily go and spend time on the bank and relax and be patient and not get frustrated most of the time Yeah, and have the wind and the challenges of the weather throw everything at me and somehow still for some reason enjoy it yeah, I see similarities in that inside that unit when something just won't come apart or yeah, yeah, something yeah. just won't happen. And I asked Matt about it before you came in here. This is the other Matt, Matt and Matt. Um, and he says, honestly, I haven't. But <laughs> yeah, and I, I just I don't just, know how. I've never seen him get angry. I can't. And it's I like, don't know why. I don't know. Because don't... you're someone with so much personality, which is why people invest in the channel because the personality of you, your dad, there's like the side men of cars effect coming yeah. onto the channel. But even Jezza got angry on Top Gear. I think I, think I, do, I can get frustrated, but ultimately I'm doing what I enjoy doing. I can't. I can't think of a point where I've completely lost it. I can get frustrated. It's like, oh my God, this is not going the way I wanted it to go. But ultimately I'm doing what I enjoy doing. I just can't. If I'm doing, if I do it so I didn't enjoy it. So example, like working in full, the full-time job I was working at or so, like there'll be days there where I'd be like, oh, I absolutely hate this and I can't stand it. And then it, it gets the worst of you. But my, I don't, it must be the way my brain works, but I can really like, overcome it but I definitely was in a much worse state doing something I didn't enjoy just because I wanted to earn money like I think when you're down you're way more down whereas what I'm doing now the down is like the high of when I was working the nine to five so it, it it's the new highs and the the different lows and as such it's 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 really hard to be down doing what I'm doing it's I can't I honestly can't think of a do you, time. Do you prefer praise or criticism? Um, I think I work better with praise. I think I work better with praise. I think if so, I think it's all to do with the way my mind works as well, in like manifesting things and and that type of stuff. Like if someone would, I don't know who said to me, but um, like somebody said that. Do you know people who go to the gym say they will they will look at themselves and think, I'm massive, I'm huge. They've said it so many times in the head that they become massive and huge. They believe it in their mind that they're massive and huge. They walk around like this, but they become big. But like if you walk around and you're like, oh, and then all of a sudden I'm saying, I'm not doing so well. Or do you know if someone goes, you look ill and then you're I'm oh, I feel ill. And then all of a sudden you go downhill. But I, I think if someone says to me, you're doing really well, as it, you'll say, oh, you come out with all them figures. You say, oh, you've like doubled in last time. And I'm like, yes, I have, I have, I have. And then I'm now I'm so motivated to go back and start doing more and more and more. Whereas if you've come and said to me, you're, you've not done as well, you've got more dislikes than likes or this is not done as well, then I, it's easy for me to be like, oh, okay, we're not, I'm not doing as well. But I guess it's part of, yeah, putting it out in the universe, I'll say. it's. But you said a, um, a line on the previous podcast we did, which is 
you talk better to a camera than you do to people. Yeah. And what's really difficult is an audience that literally adores you. And it is it is genuine adornment in the comments. <laughs> and, you know, I've spent time for this episode researching going down and there's people saying, Matt, you are so good. I can't believe you were two <laughs> seconds off of the stick. Like, you are good. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, I can't get over this. <laughs> and it's like, I, I've been at a lot of car shows that um, you've been at, which you get to meet a lot of your fans, a lot of the audience that come and queue. Is that a bit that you really struggle with? Would you prefer just to hunker down yeah. under the snail shell in oh, the yeah, unit yeah, yeah. If I could just be like, guys, I love you all to bits, but I really prefer it just on the screen. Yeah, that's something that I don't expect. It It's the amount of, yeah, the amount of people which do watch the channel and do love it and do generally like me. I'm so thankful for all, all of it, but I just don't know how to deal with like all the different people. I'm not a massively a people person and i think that's why i shut my w myself away in the unit late nights working on the car that's how i deal with it that's how i enjoy doing stuff so being around all these people that want to talk and like they feel like they know me because they we we make the content feel like they're sitting down with us so it's like they we know us as a friend it's i feel it is slightly strange but if all it's got to take for them is to imagine it the other way around like they're just a normal person and then all of a sudden there's thousands and thousands of people that want to speak to you and feel like they know you it is a strange thing it's that's just the feeling it's when they've spent that many hours watching you so you gain that much knowledge of what that person's personality is yeah like. yeah and then you get 10 seconds of them yeah or a minute it's a very weird exchange of information oh yeah i, I never want them to have a bad experience as well like i mean if someone's watched me their whole life and then all of a sudden they bump into me at a petrol station and I'm in a rush or something like that and they're like, hi, hi. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, I'm filling up and then they've gone. That's their first impression of me. Then it's not going to be a, a great one and you're not going to be the guy on camera 24 sevens of the day. You've got places to be, things to do, be and busy. And you're like, in the gym. 10th rep absolutely yeah, knackered you've yeah. got someone trying to talk to you about your first video what yeah, was the bolt it. difficult to come from the RSC do you have a lot more respect now for other creators that maybe when you were watching creators when you were led on the drive under the TT yeah uh, or back in that period of time and maybe you'd hear a story of I don't know uh, Kanye West was a dick to someone out in public oh yeah or there's this do you now go I actually do understand oh 100% yeah like big celebrities and things like that now like I would I can't when people come to me and say oh I've heard he's an absolute knobhead I've heard he's this but 
like when there's thousands and thousands of people, there's bound to be one person or two people which have had a bad experience and then go jabber about it. But I do, yeah, I do feel more towards them now. We've had a, a bit of a taste of it, but it's hard, it's hard to deal with because everyone, what we learn is when I built... I mean, when I was young, I used to watch football and stuff. You see David Beckham and you think he's like like a god almost, but he is just a normal person like everyone else. And it must be strange for him as it is strange for me to have people walk up to me. It's a, it's a peculiar thing. And how has your dad found that? Genuinely, I think he likes it. <laughs> I, I actually think he likes it. Genuinely, um, to the camera, the unit is right behind us. Me and Steve turned up. Walked through the door. Everybody had their heads down, cutting up cars. <laughs> Genuinely, there were sparks flying towards... I'll never forget it. A children's seat that was behind Tony. There were sparks flying onto it, nearly catching light. You were cutting up a car over in the corner. He just turned around, looked at Steve and went... Because <laughs> <laughs> he recognised him from the track day yeah. the other day. And it's just... It's so genuine how you actually manage to capture that when you're on camera... And put it, but that's how he is. But then, yeah, I think my dad really enjoys it. He's been a mechanic his whole life, and had to deal with customers. He was he didn't necessarily want to be a mechanic. He was like he was like carpentry, I'm sure, and uh, he just got sort of pushed into the mechanic position. And I don't think he's genuinely enjoyed it. He's done the job to earn money to make a living. Um, and he knows a lot through it. I think he enjoys the job satisfaction of it when the car's finished and done. But he genuinely just hates cars. But now, it, when it, once he retired, and then we sort of gave him a part-time job, then a full-time job, and then he just comes out of his shell on camera, and then everyone loves him on the videos. I think, again, <laughs> I think he should have done what I did years ago. So... He should have just filmed what he was doing and he, I would be working for him on his YouTube channel. But I think the difference is he didn't film it, but I, I generally think it would have been amazing doing that. The relationship um, your audience sees between you and your dad brings something out of them which goes, I think there'll be many people that don't have a relationship like that with their father or people like myself that did and then they're no longer around yeah. um, through death or something along those lines. And people, there's going to be something out there that go, oh my God, that's just so wholesome. That fulfills me with joy. Oh, people love it. Is that always been the case? Or is this the best your relationship has ever been with This is the best, the best we've had, definitely. Because like when I was young, my mum and dad split up. Um, I lived with my mum the majority of my life. And I didn't really see my dad as much. It was like he lived not far away, but enough away to be, if I was going to my dad's house, it would be away from my friends. So I never really used to see him. You don't realise till now that that actually like beat him up a bit. Like we, I didn't. Now we up. Now we talk a lot, and he's on camera. Now he comes out and says, "Oh, you never really wanted to see me when I was little." I was like, "Not really. I wasn't not like that." I just, you know, when you're a kid, you don't think like that. You just think, "I just want to be with my friends, play football, do this and do that." So I don't think we've seen each other as much. Uh, and then as we got older, it it just. We shared obviously the same interests of like cars and stuff. I went to work with him for a bit, but I think it was still, we, we never hated each other. I just didn't see as much of him. And obviously I knew if anything went wrong, I knew like with cars, straight on the phone with my dad, he was always the money guy as well. So if I needed any advice about like money or what to do, again, I'd be straight on the phone to my dad. And then 
obviously the Mercialago, the whole Mercialago thing came about when I got the Mercialago and the engine needed building. I've never rebuilt an engine. I knew my dad had and gave him a call and he says, oh, I'll come up and help. And then from then it just, I don't know what happened. The wheels started turning and the, it is literally like he's one of the lads now. who just come Florida with us and it, it, it doesn't seem like my dad. It's just like, it's weird to think that he's like years older than us because we ruin him some days. Like, but yeah, it's never really been like that before. Never. But now it's, it's amazing. Would you say, um, because obviously we spoke about this and definitely not in the last few years, it's hard to find that moment. But what I'm trying to figure out is the guy that has so much mental toughness, strength and resilience and stays so well in the lane that they're in, very data analytically driven, um, works incredibly hard to get something out, out on time. I could imagine it would unbelievably irritate you if you were a day late with a, vi- with a video. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it would do your head. But what I try and look for is what was a key defining factor when someone was younger that could have set them on that path. And a lot of the other guys that I've spoke to in your um, team are actually, I'd say, a lot more emotional than you. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah, definitely. Do you think children that have gone through divorce are tougher because of that experience and do you think that was maybe the moment when you were younger do you know what yeah how you are now now you say it yeah i think yeah that's it's like clicking in my head now probably probably yeah when it again yeah my mum and dad split up and then all my dad used to do all the time although i remember him doing all the time when i was a kid is working like constantly it was just on something on something on something but my brain now now i know a lot more about my dad he it's like the same as me it's like you don't switch off even we struggle to sleep because we can't switch off what we're doing we have to have something to do the only reason is not retired and chilling watching dave every weekend it is because he can't switch off and it's the same as me and i, I do think yeah i think maybe that it is what it is you just become so focused on your own goals and yeah i i, I would say I, i'm not um i'm not an emotional person i'm not like uh the most I'm not emotionally person driven. i've ever met that shows the emotion most emotion on camera <laughs> yeah that's, that's true yeah yeah that's true because I, even when yeah. you were flying around the other week in the 720s i knew by corner four that you were having a shit hot lap oh yeah i could just see the teeth oh yeah <laughs> i think i think that's what it, i think i'm very emotional but i'm not emotionally driven I think that's what I think that's probably the best way to I wouldn't make decision based on my emotion at the time or anything like that but yeah I think it's it's clearly to see when I'm like at the top of the top and then at the bottom of the bottom but I don't make decisions based on that I can I can still my mind is still overpowers my emotions whereas some people are emotionally driven oh I feel really bad for this person so I'm going to do this this weekend instead of going to do my video or going to do this. Whereas a lot of people put that aside. Whereas sometimes I struggle with that. Like again, I don't spend probably as much time as I should with Hannah doing stuff, but, and then I'll like, I'll struggle to see that. I'll struggle to see, oh, why, why, why don't I want to go and do that stuff? Or why I'm so fixated on something else, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I really, I do struggle with that type of thing because I'm so fixated on what I want to do. 
but I guess that that's the downside of the stuff I do. It's it's hard. It's have you ever been diagnosed with ADHD, or do you think you've just got it? <laughs> I've probably just got it. <laughs> I've probably just got it. It's I, definitely yeah. There's definitely and again, yeah, I think it's part of these things. That if if I start diagnosing myself with it and say I've got ADHD, then I start to notice more like things of it. So I try not to to like think about it, but probably I have. But I think. Um having that or having traits of that it's crazy because the amount of people that sit opposite usually have done something special or different which has separated yeah. them hence why they're sat on a podcast talking about what it is that they've done but all of them i'd sit there and their rhythm the way they tick that person's rhythm isn't this yeah yeah it's this yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's constantly that it's a trait of everybody that sits opposite is that is the rhythm that they are ticking at the people around you you've put together, they all seem to tick at the same rhythm. But one difference between you and the other, Matt, though I'd say is one of the people you're closest with as a working relationship yeah. um, within that unit is that when I see other creators or people or individuals coming up to you, your instant reaction is, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no matter what it is, it's just like, oh, hi, Matt, can you give us the login details to your studio? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that on the phone, that's how you are. And that's what I've seen, where Matt Jones will literally be like, <laughs> no, mate, you ain't going near him. Yeah. Back off. Uh, He's that's... like security, in a way. Yeah. I, I needed to employ someone to be a no man, really, because I'm too much of a yes man. And I know it's, bad for me but like I again it's like a I struggle with people with people pleaser almost you know I'm like yeah 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 and then I would agree to things that I, I can't do and, and I needed to employ a no man and definitely uh Matt is a no man he won't say if I think of it something and I'm like oh, I think this is a good idea then he'll be like no because of this you're gonna hate this because of this and I'm like oh yeah that's probably right or a brand will come up to me, I've got this brilliant idea and I don't want to annoy them and say, oh, sorry, I don't want to do it. But if I've got somebody else to do that, then, <laughs> then that's no problem. I won't say where, how and what it was, but we witnessed it the other night at dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt's ability to just literally turn his phone off, push it over <laughs> to the other Matt and go, could you? <laughs> yeah. I just, I think as well, like, yeah, I don't want people to have a bad, like, especially again, like dealing with, I have to deal with brands and stuff and I don't want them to have a bad taste in their mouth about the way I've acted around around them or so. And Matt can fight that battle for me if, if we're arguing about the way a video is or the way, how much price, how much we want to charge per video or something like that. If I'm arguing it for myself, it comes across quite big headed. Like I'm worth this much and I think it should be like this. Whereas their impression of me is what they see on the videos is, I, I've just fixed the cars and like we're, we're having a laugh and then when we're trying to do like a business argument battle it doesn't come across so well whereas if Matt's fighting that battle for me then they can have a bad taste with Matt no problem like they can hate Matt for all they like but they still see me as oh we want to work with Matt but we just struggle to get through the other Matt like it, it, but that's nice to have it, 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 it built like a perfect team really and it's good that he can do that side of it it, wor it works perfectly like you need to employ a knobhead 
If you're enjoying this episode of Road to Success, then please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button. It's so easy to get into these episodes and get so into listening to them that you forget to do so. But there's so many amazing stories that are yet to be told and hitting that button helps us more than you know. Thank you and continue to enjoy the episode. Other creators that would like to make content, I've watched how they naturally would want to follow you around and make a video with your name on it at the minute because anything with your name on it seems to be able to just have that extra magic dust of increasing the views so that yeah. other creators are going to make money out of that. Do you struggle to choose who to collaborate with and who not to collaborate with? And are you? do you think you're a little bit less collaborative than other YouTubers with similar followings just because you'd like to stay in your own lane how you do things? I think we are a little bit less, not necessarily because we like to stay in our own lanes, just because of the schedule like you know like i don't the you should just see how mental it is of like the deadline of like we want to get a video out for next week so we've got to work on the car and do you know like if someone wants to collaborate or do like a video together it's like we've we're already just working at this pace this pace and to step out and do something with somebody else it's a massive like sidestep for us which puts us way out of of line of what we're doing so it unless it really works with us then a collaboration it, it's it's difficult to collaborate so like with freddie it was just an easy collaboration it was not forced it's like i'm going over there to build a car the collaboration is is it just was meant to be but if i was to collaborate with someone say random who's got like a gym channel or something like that then we'd have to go out of a way to do something and i think it's so difficult for me to share my time that so even you now I, I i get so many messages about coming on podcasts all the time but i can't because i'd happily go do them but i can't because we're at the unit doing this so the only reason you could do it is because you've got a van like obviously we really like you but, <laughs> but you, <laughs> you've got a van and you can come to the unit and we can do it that's all because i beat him twice <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see we'll see about the next car that hopefully <laughs> but yeah i think that is it, it's our it's our time that i really struggle with um we we have got no time so in doing so uh, my one of my favourite sayings my dad um, said to me not not far um, away from when he passed away was Ben, you can keep some of the people happy some of the time, but not all of the people happy all of the time. Yeah. Do you ever think you're pissing off other creators by not working with them in in the space? And do you just accept that that's going to happen now? You're getting to the level that you're getting uh, to. I don't know. I don't want to say I would annoy them because like there was some people that. We would like to do videos with and like they won't respond to us or anything like that. But I don't get annoyed by that. Like I don't, uh, I don't it doesn't, it doesn't annoy me. I just think, oh, they must be as busy as we are. And it's like hard to fit with the schedules. But uh, I think it, yeah, I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't say I, f I feel like I'm going to annoy them. But I don't know, maybe some people, f they might feel like that. Like, oh, I've not replied to him. So he's not replied to me. So I hate him. He's... I don't like him, but I don't know. It's struggle. It's struggle with that. Why do you think your audience is or audiences are captivated by rebuilding a crashed, damaged car? I don't think as m I think rebuilding the car is the topic, but I think they're so captivated by the story, the whole story of I was a normal person, still am. <laughs> that worked at a regular job as anybody else 
would do out here in the UK and the story in a matter of only five years it's gone from working on a driveway rebuilding regular cheap cars to now building up this huge thing which people watch worldwide building supercars and traveling to America to do stuff like that I think the story is a massive part of it because I think I well I hope it gives people motivation to do if I didn't take the leap of doing what I do doing what I did over lockdown I never would have been in this position and I'm hoping that gives the encouragement for other people I think the rebuilding the car is the topic but they stay for the story and I think you mentioned a key word there which is leap because you've not said stayed still and it's been really interesting because Everybody, the noise is, oh, rebuilding crash damage supercars. If you can get a reboot, it's just the thing at the minute. It's yeah. hot. It's all the rest of it. And I've been kind of sat back and it had different people on that build it. I've had Freddie, I've had Chris, I've had all kinds of people in their areas that do it. And I can't help but think, is this bubble going to burst? Is it going to burst at some point? Is there going to be a dip? But it really hit home to me the other day when we were at that track yeah. filming that video. I was like, hang on a second, this is working. And like we put the video, you put the video out and it went number one trend. Oh, it went mental, and yeah. And you told me you didn't actually, weren't expecting it to do that. I barely touched the car in the video. So then that suddenly said to me, okay, they've realised that that is the core topic part of it, but the actual video is developed from it's the bits. It's the story, that it. it's the whole story, it's the journey, it's the team, it's the package, but You didn't everything. expect it to necessarily work doing no. the bits that you now do around the core rebuild. No, when we're doing video, like I know people love the rebuilding the car stuff and there's people that do watch it purely just for the rebuilding videos and don't necessarily like when we go on the road trips, when we go on track. I know there's people that don't like that type of thing, uh, but when we filmed the video like the other day where we've gone on track and we've gone to McLaren, we're still trying to solve problems as such, but it's more of a story than it is um, rebuilding the cars and people still really enjoy the video and it, it did so well. And I think that's the it, that's the package of it. It's not necessary. I think there's thousands of other mechanics out there which are way better than what, I could ever do like they so much more knowledgeable than me and they can rebuild a car better than me but if they filmed it on YouTube would it do as well probably probably not like they have to have the full they have to have a full package that people can invest in like there's people building supercars now but they don't get as many people watching as what we do because it's the story is from there from the very beginning of we've been on the driveway and to what we're doing now I think Outsiders who look in will probably think, oh, this is just a rich kid who's got a Lamborghini and he's rebuilding it and he's funded by his dad or he's funded by somebody else. But then when they start looking back at the videos... That is actually one of the most Googled search terms. So I do my research before this. Yeah. And how has my Armstrong got his money is one of the most Googled <laughs> really? search terms, which is insane. Yeah. Because I feel like there's no... There's no like mystery surrounding that. I think no. the pinned video on your channel is, is how is, yeah. is the story for there for people to I say. I think that's what, because naturally people, I think it's a, a human thing, doesn't they? They think, okay, this guy is around my age maybe and he's rebuilding supercars and he's doing this and he's, he's absolutely loving life. But the only reason he's done it is because of something that I haven't got. He's got a rich dad or maybe inherited loads of money. They look People look for an excuse of how how I've done it and they've not done it. And generally it's it's not, it's a, 
we've built it up from the bottom. That's what I want people to see. And then people might click in the head. Oh, I could do that. I could, if he's done it, look at him. He's got holes in his ears. There's tattoos everywhere. If he can do it, I can do it. And that's generally, like, that's the what we want to put across in our videos that, yeah, it, whatever you enjoy doing, you can't fail at because if you genuinely enjoy it, there is money to be made in whatever it is. It just needs to find the right, the right thing. But you are always on about how you go to the next level. Yeah. So if I'd have sat down with you maybe two years ago, I'm sure you'd have been doing 150 to 350,000 views. And yeah. you'd be like, I'm sure, I'm sure we can get a million views a video. I'm, I believe it's possible. Yeah. yeah. So like now when you're just like, cause you've almost validated the proof that that's possible when you're like, I can do 5 million views a video. We can do it. We can do it. Yeah. What do you think is possible, possible out of an, I say automotive because it's becoming more of the people, the channel, the entertainment, but it's possible out of this channel, captivating this audience. Because Mr. Beast, I think he just passed 200 million subscribers, yeah. am I right? Yeah. Do you think it is possible to have a 100 million subscriber channel doing this thing? You think there's enough people? I think, I think so. I, I think I can't see why not. There's no, I, I generally think, yeah, we can get 100 million. I don't know when, but 100 million, it is possible. There's enough people to be interested. It, it just think how many people in the world drive cars near, near enough most populated country drive cars and knows about cars or why would they not be interested in rebuilding cars or a journey with a car? I can't, there's even people's, girlfriends that sit down to watch videos who don't even care about cars are watching the channel now so why can't there be 100 million people watching but if you're satisfied and you see met with the money that you make yeah with the cars that you do the life you get to have the immense laughter in the small unit <laughs> and the site and the fact the videos with actually less valuable cars like the rs6 are some of the ones that do better than any other content yeah the fact that you say that you struggle sometimes with how many people you're, you're coping with that know yeah, you and getting yeah. to know you and you would rather be living under a rock. And we see it at Autosport, at Petrol Hedonism, wherever you are, the queue going for miles and you trying to comprehend that. Why then do you chase more? <laughs> I can't even answer that question. I just, I, I can't, it's, I don't know. I think it's just because I naturally want the next thing like if we are happy with where we are would never would never progress i've always wanted the next thing the next goal and that's how i progress i i'm genuinely am happy where we are like i've got everything i've ever wanted ever but why do i want the next thing i don't know i i honestly i think it's do just to prove to myself take you to a place that you have bigger numbers but less happiness mm, potentially <sighs> Maybe I don't. I honestly don't know. I really ups, struggle. If you could pick everything up right now, yeah, where you're at now, and move the whole operation into a unit next to Freddie in Florida, yeah, and relocate from the UK to America, would you do it? Yeah, just because of the weather. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Is it just because of the weather? Oh well, not this... the fact that you want to expand the US audience. You want to do this. <laughs> The weather is a massive thing for me. I've said it to all the guys in America. 
Um, we've even gone as far as buying one of these things called a collagen bed. Don't know if you ever heard of it. It's like a, I think uh, Joe Rogan uses one as well. It's like a red bed. Uh, so this just you and Hannah's freaky bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it you, it does tan you, but it's it it's got red tubes in it, which release like it gives you vitamin D. It helps like recovery, and it helps with like seasonable 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 depression is that what it's called so you're like you know when i come here i struggle with it massively like it's gray it's dark it's dull it's raining and it I, my mood is not as good as when i'm in florida i'm so motivated i'm up at seven in the morning there wake no, up at half nine here that. not just because of the time difference i've never thought of that i i get massively more motivated when i'm there i get way more done when i'm over there i like we laugh we, it's and in the summer here, it's the same. I All the best times, all my best memories are from summer, summertime, when the sun's out. I never have amazing memory when it's raining. So what you're saying is, Ben, get that second podcast studio finished. <laughs> yeah. We're going to spend the winters in Florida. Yeah, I've got <laughs> and the summers in. <laughs> there's people that watch and say, like, they don't like that. I don't like the UK. I don't dislike the UK. It's the weather. It's not a changeable thing. We can't change the weather. But the, the weather has a massive impact on my mood. Do, do you know what? I'm going to do it. And if you want me to cut it out afterwards, it will have to be the case because he's <laughs> Matt Armstrong. But I'm going to give everybody watching this a world effing exclusive right now in this van. It's actually surprising that Matt Armstrong would want to move to a country with lots of sun, <laughs> extreme rays, extreme heat. Matt, would you like to take the floor and maybe just give away a little secret about you? Uh, I, well, surely, I would have thought people would know this, but maybe they don't. But I am actually a ginger. Say, say, <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm like as quite ginger as you. I don't know because I haven't tried it in a long time. You know, <laughs> Matt but Armstrong <laughs> is actually... Ginger. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's a world breaking news. Let me give you a little story the other day. After we did our first video on the track, racing the Lamborghini versus the GT3, someone, you sent it to me in the comments, put, I can't believe Matt was beaten by a ginger. <laughs> Now, if that person is watching, <laughs> you took this off. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just haven't. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been, well, I say I'm still a ginger at heart, but yeah, I haven't had, <laughs> I haven't had like ginger hair in a long time. So what I would like to actually finish off with then is a thought, is to everybody listening and watching, no matter how hard the creator works in getting across to you on camera what's actually going on, what their life actually is, and how much you think that, that you, that, how much you think you know them, Really, there's always going to be stuff that you don't know and we're looking forward to seeing the stuff that we don't know come to life, your creativity and how you move forward. So, Matt Armstrong, thanks for putting up with me for an hour again. Thank you for buying food again because we've got this deal that every time uh, I beat Matt around a track, he has to buy me dinner. So I'm not bought, I've actually not bought him food this yet. This is in advance of next time because I feel like it's going to happen again. <laughs> look forward to racing you again soon, mate. And um, I look forward to you showing off the builds behind us right now that haven't been revealed because they are insane. So appreciate that. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have you got the photo of Matt when he was ginger? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, I can't show you that. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god. He'll <laughs> <laughs> look blurry mm, in the camera anyway. Mm, there he is. He'll look blurry in Where the do camera. Where'd you want it that way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his sister next to him. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.